This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, man. It's been a week, and... I want to talk about loss today, I think. I want to talk about the people that pass on and go from us from one place to the next, you know? Yeah. From one country to another. Wow. And what do we do with that? What do we do with that grief when someone leaves us, you know? So we're going to open us up in prayer, and I'll start... Alyssa, if you want to close, and then anyone who feels led to pray, you you can jump in at any time. Yeah, We're yes, just going to pray for our grief and our sadness and where to put those things. Because, Lord, we do want to rest in you because you are the author of all of our pain, like Christoph Waltz in <laughs> Spectre, yeah. the James Bond movie. <laughs> but you're also the author and perfecter of our faith. And the author of all our pain, which was a line in the trailer I remember hearing a lot. So, Alyssa, yeah, if you want to start us off. Start us? I thought you said close. I did say close, (laughs) but I meant to say start. I think that's how grief-stricken I am right now. Okay. I'll close. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear God. Father God, we come to you today broken. Lord, we're scared. We're lost. We don't know where our friend is. Mm. Where is she? But we know that you know where she is, God. Mm. You know how many hairs are on my head, Lord. You know the tears that have fallen from my cheeks, and you catch Mm. them in a little joke. Every cheek, Lord, every cheek. God... Yes, God, yes, God, yes, God. So Jesus, thank you. Lord, we pray for you, the catcher of all of our tears. Yes, Jesus. The wiper of all of our cheeks. <laughs> As we mourn the loss of Caroline Eli. Caroline. We pray that that um, we just feel held by you um, as she has left and departed this country and gone to Belize. And Belize she is, in you. Yeah. <laughs> and we want to pray for our beliefs. <laughs> and Lord, help our unbelief when we have it. This is our lack of beliefs. To be held. If anyone else feels led to pray in the room right oh, now, yes, they can. God, yes, God. I wish the best for Caroline. Mm. I haven't met Caroline, but I'm sure she knows and has you in your heart. 
in her heart, Lord. <laughs> and God, even a prayer like that, that's like really small and unspecific. Yes, God, and, even that prayer. And, and not maybe as... Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Using yes, as Father. much fun, like Christian vocabulary, is like Alyssa's <laughs> Monarch. God, you hear these pathetic little prayers. You heard it all. And you love them. I've prayed in a while. <laughs> and you lift them up, God. And so we want to lift up these prayers to you from the loquacious <laughs> to the good gracious <laughs> to the asses bodacious. <laughs> and it's for all these things in your name we pray. Amen. Amen, Father. And the tea is like yuck hard. Consider the source. Hey. God, consider the source. It's me. I'm a fan of my mom. It's me, the source. No, bitch. <laughs> And that's our little tribute to her. Welcome to Good wow. Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. <laughs> and I'm Alyssa. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're not used to hearing that, listener. Yeah. It's me and who? Alyssa Sabo. Alyssa Sabo. <laughs> Alyssa Sabo has stepped in, as we noted in our opening prayer, that our good and gracious friend and co-host, Caroline Ely, has departed uh, for like a week or so, and she'll be back next She's week. She's painting a building that... Missionaries had already painted. <laughs> yeah. Her and, and her she, husband, Nathan, her went on a mission husband. trip yeah, to just do a second coat. That's a second coat on a building. On an existent school. Yeah. And we love that they're doing that. And I'm here as the JV host. <laughs> JV. I'd say you're the V host. V-host. I'd say you're the deep V host. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, well, second string. Second string, but understudy. Uh. First, yes, but you know what? I I would say some of the greats are understudies, wow. and they started that way, you know. And you know what? Jim Carrey auditioned for SNL and didn't get and it. Didn't get it. Stephen Colbert auditioned, didn't get it. Don Glover auditioned, didn't get it. Yeah. So that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don Glover, Jim Carrey, Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert. I am Stephen Colbert. That's Alyssa Sabo. He's a big Catholic guy. I feel like he's maybe one of the more famous Christian guys now. Yeah. And as far as like comedy stuff goes, he loves it. He, he loves, loves talking about what are the punishments of God's or gifts and all that stuff. He loves it so oh. much. Yeah. I heard some weird stuff about him, though. But really? we can't talk about it on the we air. Yeah, yeah I think we heard the same stuff. <laughs> yeah. oh. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture and the music <laughs> and the movies and the entertainment made for and made by Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you mm. or to make you go to church or Mm-mm. make you go to Belize and <laughs> do a mission trip with your sweet, but sweet we hobby. Encourage it. We encourage <laughs> it. Hey, we're not going to stop you, but we're not going to make you. Yeah. That's the thing. We're not going to stop you from I'm doing anything. I'm going to Belize to do a third coat. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. Yeah, that's you. awesome. Yeah. The kids are going to love light. it. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> to match the saviors that those people need. Exactly. Eggshell. He makes your sins eggshell white. Oh, gracious. Hey, speaking of white saviors, did you see this Chris Pratt post that's going around yes. today? No. Oh, baby. You know Gar- what? Ma- He's Garfield, huh? He is yeah. Garfield. Uh, yeah, I, I got back in the casting director saddle. I said one last ride. <laughs> like, and yeah. I, I did uh, do that. What's the meme? Well, before I, I think before we do talk about it, I don't want to get ahead of our skis. I do 
want to introduce our very special guest. We're talking about an audio adrenaline song today called Ocean Floor, and we need a special guest to do it. Friends and folks, she is a comedy producer, accomplished, and she is a cult survivor. Give it the hell up for Liz Muffin! She's mopping the floors with (laughs) sinners and saints alive. Whoa. I'm changing my bio to that today. Oh, please (laughs) do. Liz Moppin, a a fantastic follow on Twitter.com. Thank you. Do you recognize this song at all? Is this Female Bill? Okay. No. Female Bill, volumes one and two. Uh, This is Amy motherfucking Grant. I can't even tell if I know that song from my... Christian past or from this podcast. It's it's kind of hard to tell now, right? Maybe they're blurred. As yeah. Robin Thicke once said, blurred lines. Now, and originally, did you know this? It was not going to be Emily Ratajkowski in that music video. It was going to be Amy Grant yeah. who did that part. Yeah, yeah. and then she well, backed out the yeah, last minute because she, she didn't want to do nudity as a fifty-year-old <laughs> woman or however old yeah, she was at the time. That's, which I understand, yeah, but sure. she, she could have had the same career. She could have had the same career as Emily. She could have been in We. Are your friends the Zac Efron DJ movie? She could have been the little student that Ben what Affleck sleeps with in Gone Girl. I'm, I'm talking about the oh, same that's right. exact yeah. that's her. Emily Ratatouille, great career. And now she's partying with Z Way at uh, fucking Halloween parties. Good for her. Liz, thanks oh. for doing Liz, this. Liz, thanks for coming. Oh, thanks for coming to my gosh. show, Liz. Oh my yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what? <laughs> I am just blessed to be in Alyssa's presence I today. Mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, thanks for coming to our show. Our show. <laughs> I'd like to think, you know, I mean, I want whoa, everyone to feel whoa, ownership whoa, over the time and not yeah. to feel dominated by yeah. any sort uh-huh, of energy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, no, but, don't be dominated. Yeah. Uh, we're all three little subs in the room right now, I'd like to think. Subs, sandwiches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, or like substitute teachers. Yeah, sub, sub yeah, sandwiches, substitute yeah. teachers, and mm-hmm. submarines. Submarines. You mm-hmm. 571. But we want to talk to you about your history and your past. This is sort of a little Baby. connective tissue, actually. Yeah, this from is last exciting. week's episode. Uh, last week's episode we had on from the Trust Me podcast, uh-huh. Megan Granger and Lola oh, Blanc. Oh my God, no way. Yes. And Megan was yes. maybe involved in a little something, something that you were as well. The same and she, one. She did refer to you on the air, <gasps> oh not by name. She just said a comedy producer. <laughs> and then oh, afterwards wow. I was like, Who could it be? Is that Liz Moppin? <laughs> and we're going to talk about what that story oh was. My gosh. So. So I'm so I, excited to hear your story. I almost tried to get the story before the podcast. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, what would Caroline do? <laughs> she would wait till we're rolling. <laughs> I mean, truly, what would Caroline do? <laughs> would Caroline she would do? not prepare at all <laughs> and then do much better than me on mic asking wow. good, insightful questions. I would over-prepare. My questions would be like, cool, well then, how do you feel right now? <laughs> That's kind of our different styles. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you can adopt that. Uh, okay. That'd be great. I well, will try. While but I bumble also, and Kevin, fumble. I'm here to tell you that you do a great job. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, she's building me up this as a brother. Nice. This is brother good. Yeah. Yeah. I love Liz, that. Liz, is this good? This is great. Yeah, so far, is this what you <laughs> yeah, wanted Liz, to happen awesome. today? <laughs> do you like this so far, Liz? Okay. <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> this is a difference because we're recording on a weekday, like in the middle of the day, which we don't usually do, given Caroline's schedule. Yeah, so. the sun is beating down. Yeah, Dexter's <laughs> panting and breathing oh, in the little sun rays, and we're having a nice time. But I want to know, 
where you grew up, how you grew up with faith, and just generally your background with it. Before this, should we talk about Chris Pratt's post? Oh, we didn't we get should. to do it. Thank you. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I've been waiting. And, and, like, and also, or, I, like, hope circle that, I hope around. that this is a big part of your life story. <laughs> yeah, well, I bet we can connect it <laughs> we in can, some we way. Can find we can find a way. Yes. Yeah. So this is going around as of recording today. This is coming out six days from now. Oh, so hopefully the story will have developed even more. <laughs> But basically, uh, Chris Pratt, at Pratt, Pratt, Pratt on Instagram, posted a picture of him and his wife kind of looking dead-eyed at each other. Mm-hmm. She's looking at him, and he's looking straight to yeah. camera. Straight up dead-eyes. Great observation. And I don't have a Chris Pratt impression to do, but I'm just going to try to capture his essence. Guys, for real, look how she's looking at me. I mean, find you somebody that looks at you like that, you know? We met in church. She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put in my earbuds to drown it out. But that's love. She helps me with everything. In return, periodically, I open a jar of pickles. That's the trade. Her heart is pure, and it belongs to me. My greatest treasure right next to my Ken Griffey Jr. Upper Deck Rookie card, which if you know, you know is saying a lot. It's her birthday in about six weeks. So if I don't get her anything, I'll tell her to look back on this post. Love you, honey. Heart emoji, heart emoji. So there's so much. There's a lot going on there. And I think a lot that might be triggering to some of our backgrounds. Yeah. (laughs) uh, And how maybe we grew up and were raised and understood particular gender roles to be uh, at different points. The thing that is, uh, it's kind of being used as a litmus test in terms of political divide. A, a user on Twitter named at Cactus Flower says, the real political divide in America can be summed up whether you think this post from Pratt comes off as sweet and normal or cringe and insane. Oh, and I think wow. we know basically probably where we fall on that end yeah. of the spectrum. The thing, there's yeah a lot of troubling things. Uh, definitely describing a woman <laughs> based on what she does for you rather than yeah. who she is maybe is one of those. Uh, saying something like, she's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter, which if you know anything about his background, he's been Yeah, married. that's so sad. He used to be married, Wait, to, don't know about this. He used to, be married to Anna Ferris. Yes, they they divorced, but they had a son together and the son <gasps> was born prematurely. And I believe has um, some like form glasses. of- Yeah, he has some form of disability <laughs> or something. He has glasses. He wears, well, I don't know. I didn't know he had a disability. I knew he had glasses. Wait, you're saying- okay. He had glasses. Which is like the cutest thing in the world. But also, yeah, what about his son? Does he ever post about his son? Uh, he doesn't, he hasn't mentioned him here. So- People saying that's him saying so a gorgeous, healthy daughter. It's, it's like pointed. It's, it's, it's like, it, I have a gorgeous, healthy daughter. That's it. Yeah. Oh. And it's like, and the fact that it's like, she gave me a gorgeous, yeah. healthy, that's underlined, so healthy that's that's weird. daughter. I did so, not know the context there. So yeah. it's either he's saying, well, she gave me a healthy daughter and he's being like super cruel and, and weird. Oh. Or B, he's ignorant, maybe not, doesn't understand what he's saying when yeah. he's saying that. Either option is probably bad. I yeah. right away was just like, huh? What about your son? Like, ah, uh, oof. That's one of the top comments on the Instagram right now. Really? Okay. I just, my two things that I just really zone in on in this post are like, she chews so loudly, <laughs> which is like, okay, <laughs> why would you say that? And then if I forget to get her a gift, I'll point her back to this post. Like, that's... Don't forget to get her a gift. <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, <laughs> I think he's trying to be funny. I think it's, he right? is. I t- and yeah. it's not. It's obviously not funny. It's just no. making me, like, uncomfortable. Right. The, Ew, I'm looking at and, it And, like, now. this is a posed picture. Like, did he ask yeah. her to look at him like that? Like, I... I, I mean... Wait, I, maybe the funniest comment is Mar- <laughs> Maria Shriver saying, this her, is so sweet. Her now mom, show yeah. us... 
how you look at her. <laughs> like, okay, let's go the other way. Yeah, like, yeah, so it definitely has the ring and the aesthetic of either a pastor or someone running for political office, which maybe one of those things mm-hmm. will be true of him in a couple years. I don't know. Has he but, always been Christian or is this like a newer development for yes, him in the past recent years? I he has always been? I Yes, he's okay. he's always been Christian. He has a history of it, but it's kind of the, much like his castmate, Rob Lowe in Parks and Recreation, it's something as people get, you know, I think post-2016 get more mm-hmm. involved and want and need people who are part of their entertainment to reflect their own worldviews and politics. It definitely sticks out like a yeah. sore thumb when all the Avengers are doing fundraiser events for the DNC and Pratt, for some mm-hmm. reason, isn't participating. And he goes to an anti-queer <laughs> church and like God. Rob Lowe poses with Sarah Huckabee Sanders while oh. Bradley Whitford's raising money for Joe Biden or whatever. Yeah. People are just a little more attuned to that, which— um, I think given that, I, I, I'm starting to maybe regret some of the decisions I made on the Mario movie. <laughs> the casting, um, yeah. Because I, I want everyone to feel welcome to in, the, in the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, oh my God. And this isn't really reflective, no. I think, of how Mario and Peach are together yeah. in that world. Mm-hmm. And so it's sad for me to see that. But There's but, just something off about him. Yes. And I get really bad PTSD even when I like look at a picture of him. Sure. And but half the world and and maybe some of the people we grew up with would be like, yeah, what's wrong with that? And I definitely saw some mutuals have have liked the photo. That's like my first first mistake. His handle. Maybe that's a part of it. I don't know. Now, can you connect this to your upbringing in America? Where where is he from? Do we know where he's from? Oh, I think I think he is from Hawaii. Actually, yeah, Hawaii. Much like Hawaii in the alphabet. Oh, he's born in Virginia, Minnesota. Virginia, Minnesota. I uh-huh. was what? born in West Virginia. Okay. Really? But never lived there. I am from Kentucky, and okay. the closest good hospital was across state lines. So wow. Good hospital. Born, what yeah, does that truly. mean? Running like, water? We were just in like rural eastern Kentucky okay. when I was a baby, so... The, the better hospital was across the state line. And then for religion and faith, did you get that from your parents? How no, did that... not at all. So I was not um, exposed to religion at all until maybe like middle or high school when I had friends who were like at church because both of my parents' fathers were pastors. Mm-hmm. And because of their own upbringing, they did not want that for my sister and I. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, so I they was, like, didn't like very... it? No, 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 no. They did not like it. And my dad's, so my dad's father, he's still to this day a preacher for something called Primitive Baptist, I think is what it is. And yeah, they like don't, like they stopped celebrating Christmas when my dad was a kid. So he was like, this sucks. (laughs) Okay. Primitive Baptist, also known as Hard Shell Baptist, Foot Washing Baptist, or Old School Baptist. So that's like Southern Baptist? Um, The origin is original Baptist. Uh, yeah, adhering adhering to a degree of it's the Tarantino Baptist uh, <laughs> adhering to a degree of Calvinist beliefs who coalesced out the controversy among Baptists in the 19th century over the appropriateness of mission boards, tract societies, and temperance societies. I love this sort of controversy. Okay. Tract societies. What are we going to do about it? <laughs> oh. uh, primitive means original in this sense. Okay, so that that was yeah, his so, origin. Yes, his origin. He hated it because he didn't get to do Christmas anymore as a kid. Oh, wow. And then I don't know much about my mom's experience with religion, but I know that they both agreed, hey, we didn't like our our childhoods because of this exposure, so mm-hmm. we're just not going to do that for Elizabeth and her sister Rebecca. Both of us actually have biblical names, though. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, my sister's Very. name is Rebecca, but it's spelled 
R-E-B. Do you have a biblical middle name as well? No, it's my grandmother's middle name, Anne, A-N-N. Oh, like Anne in uh, Leviticus now. Anne of Green Gables is notoriously Christian. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it, that's like a Christian a Bible postscript yeah, to Anne of Green like Gables very in my head. Okay. Uh-huh. So, Elizabeth Anne. So they didn't raise name. you with it. So how'd you no. come to it? So this is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which part is sad? Sorry. We're, we're not tra- even to the sad part no, yet at all. <laughs> it's sad to me that they were like, you know, this was kind of like toxic for us. We're mm-hmm. going to keep you away. And they're trying to like keep you away from it. And then like crazy people at your school. Yeah, honestly, like, like it, it, I think because I had no exposure to it, I had high curiosity for oh, it. Because like people, I remember very yeah. specifically, I was at a sleepover one night. And oh, yeah? the girls what were asking happened? the show. Oh my God, were you guys oh, yeah. um, naked? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm 32 sorry. years old. I'm asking about a child sleepover. I'm, I'm so sorry. No. Yeah. And then I kind <laughs> of like leaned into what Kevin was doing. Yeah. Which again, I told you before we started recording, <laughs> undermine me sexually like Caroline does. But I'm like team Kevin. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's get weird. <laughs> okay, so there was a sleepover. We're at a sleepover. Um, and I just remember everyone asking each other, like, what are you? And the answers would be like, Catholic or Presbyterian. And I did not, I like, this, this is how ignorant I was. I did not know <laughs> what word, what those words were. I'd not heard them. It sounded like they were speaking in tongues. They did. Presbyterian. So I probably, like, made up a word. Like, I do not know what I I'm answered Himalaya with. Himalaya oh Yeah, <laughs> that was what I said. Because I just, I remember, I only remember it because I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, oh my God, I have no idea what mm-hmm. to say here. I'm Calvin oh. Coolidge. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a present. George uh, Washington. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so you felt like some sense of ostracization, maybe yeah, socially. Absolutely. And- was there any sense. girl at the sleepover that was like, that sounds fake? <laughs> I don't like I only remember okay. that one moment I met. She oh. might have and I blacked out because I was so embarrassed. I don't know. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It was crazy. But yeah, so when I was a freshman in high school. Ooh, baby, I was like super into choir. And I had like made the decision to be a choir teacher from like fifth grade on. And I pursued that. That you were going to become a choir teacher in your adult life. Yeah, music was like very important to me. Wow. Like from childhood. Mm -hmm. So very involved in choir. And there was a senior named Randy who was interested in me, a freshman. And we started dating. And he, not not great. Not but that means you were hot. <laughs> uh, he wasn't even. Not really. Oh, I mean, oh. anybody that was like, I remember the dynamic look. of like a senior liking a freshman. Yeah, it was a like, huge deal. Yeah. <laughs> no fresh, no senior would ever look at me as a freshman. It's just children. But, uh, yeah, it's I know, strange. It's, like, it's yeah. fucked up. So, yeah. So he and I started dating and he was involved in Southern Baptist Church. So mm-hmm. I started going with him. And That's that is how I first got involved in okay. church. It was for a boy. And it's exciting, right? Though, like that Southern Baptist energy in Kentucky. That's actually, it's weird. My mom, her dad was a Southern Baptist preacher and they're from Kentucky. No way. So yeah, I'm like very- where in Kentucky? um, It was like just outside of, um, what's like the main one? (laughs) (laughs) There's Lexington, Louisville. Just outside of Lexington. Okay. Yeah. What's okay. the main one? <laughs> I mean, there really is not much. Louisville, Lexington. Like, I knew it was going to be one of those two. London, do you know where London, Kentucky is? Sort of. Okay. My sister, is it in London? No, but okay. I have been there. 
But yeah, rural. It was very okay. rural. Very rural wherever we were. Yeah. I'm from Frankfurt, which is like smack dab in the middle between the two, which mm. is like Lexington and Louisville, the big okay. cities. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty rural. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like our... Frankfurt's the capital, but yeah. it's very small. Mm-hmm. By the um, way, our Kentucky listeners listening to this right now at home or on their commutes are scre- they're going crazy they're right going now. Crazy. They're loving this. They're like, they finally this. feel represented in wow, a way that they never Frankfurt. have. I love, well, I feel like I don't meet as many people from Kentucky out here in yeah. LA. And not that I'm from there, but I feel a camaraderie mm-hmm. to like Kentucky. <laughs> that was yeah. good. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was good. So you got involved because of Randy, and yes. then you took to it, yes. or where is it? Were you? I going did take the to it. Like we broke up, and I was like very involved at this point. Like I was in the choir. I was like, I had done several mission trips. I went to Centrifuge. Like if you guys know what that is, I've heard of Centrifuge. Oh yeah, yeah. It was from what I, didn't I participate, though. recall. It was like a just like, I don't know, a camp in North Carolina where uh-huh. you would all, everyone would go and praise and worship and whatever. So wait, so you like stayed weekend. at the church that Randy was still yeah. there? And was well, it weird? Well, he went off to college and that's why he simply oh. could not date me anymore even though he stayed in town. Oh <laughs> my He's like, gosh. we're breaking up, I'm going to college. And, then he, <laughs> and he went to like a community college? <laughs> yes, 100% went to a community college. Randy! What yeah, a, what a rationale. Like, yeah, sorry like, babe, wow, I gotta thanks. go five minutes across town. He started dating someone from Kroger <laughs> where I wanted Kroger. to work. I know, Oh, and now they have a kid together. It's fine. Oh, Whoa. no. Randy did break my heart, but that's besides the point. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. With I a remained Kroger in, girl I mean, of all things. I know. I mean, Albert's would be one like thing. I did not uh, see Ralph's really would be true. one thing, yeah. but a Kroger it is, girl. It is interesting, though, that that's kind of like, that was your entrance yeah. into faith. Yeah. And then he did break your heart. Into, he broke my heart. I feel like that's not uncommon. I remember no, coming here 12 definitely. years ago in L.A., and one of my friends who's still involved at the church, he was like, well, I want to go to this church because I there's a lot of girls there and I want to go. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm doing him like he's like a podunk kick right now. <laughs> you your best go. Kentucky's goofy. <laughs> it's just, it's literally what I do when I do an impression of him. That's Shouts funny. out to Adam. <laughs> no, Name him, I, he knows. I, mean, I guess I'm just saying like, I was always on the other end where I was getting everybody to come to church. Mm. <laughs> and to not hook up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you were, you, were, you were advocating for the office. <laughs> but I'm like, wow. So, okay. But I, I am curious, like, how that played into then, like, your relationship with God. Yeah. Feel I like mean, it was separate? I found, you mean with Randy? I guess my question is, like, sometimes, like, I remember I dated this guy and we, it was, like, a very, like, we were always talking about, like, God and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then whenever we, like, broke up and he broke my heart, mm-hmm. I remember being like, I can't listen to that worship song because it reminds <laughs> me of him. You know what I mean? That yeah. is so funny. Yeah. Like, the worship song. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it just reminds me of death. <laughs> I do remember, like, one of the centrifuges. Like, we had broken mm-hmm. up, but he was still there. And I remember, like, seeing him, like, flirt with a girl. And I was like, devastated. Wow. But it did not affect my relationship okay. with Jesus Christ. Okay. So it's God almost whatever. like that was strong. You went you <laughs> went from Randy to God to get over You know, Randy. in a way, mm-hmm. I guess you could say God that. was your rebound. <laughs> yeah, God was a big rebound for you. Whoa. I did I yeah, I got very into it. I really uh-huh. did. How so like you were involved it. with all the youth group stuff, Everything. did all the yeah, activities. Yeah, I went Wednesday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. Oh, sure. Like I was like very I ended up teaching Sunday school later too. Like I got like in. I really enjoyed it. And what was it? It was a community. It was a sense of community that I had not had prior to this. Mm-hmm. So, which and that to me is like the best thing about church. Yes, the community. Of you know what I mean? I'm gonna have to agree. Well, like because we, it's the thing I think that people, regardless of whether they were raised with it and then mm-hmm. deconstructed like us, or 
or even they didn't, or they had like just like a a brief stint with it. Mm-hmm. It's still the thing that you kind of want when you're an yes, adult. Sure. And then churches going over to your friend's house every week, churches, mm-hmm. going to the Dodgers game whenever they play, yeah. church. Like, uh-huh. you're going to find the tribal thing. And and I, yeah, yeah. I still think And it was also like, the church was also on the other side of town. So I was exposed to new teenagers as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it was pretty much everyone on that side of town who I would never have known otherwise because right. they went to different schools. So that was nice too. It was a melting pot it of really all different was. kinds of From like East Frankfurt and West Frankfurt. <laughs> <laughs> No South Frankfurt, I guess. <laughs> and, and your relationship—were uh, your parents like, "Hey, yeah. why are you involved in church?" No, but I actually thought about this on the way over. There was one day, like my dad and I historically have had a very tough relationship, and I also like they're conservatives. I'm the only non-conservative in my entire family, extended or otherwise. So, like, there have always been challenges there. So. I had baked brownies one day to like take to church the next day. Mm-hmm. And my dad got into the brownies and started eating them. And I was like, dad, please like don't a eat dog, my church he brownies. The brownies. He got into the brownies. <laughs> and he, he got up on the sent counter. me to my room for <gasps> asking him not to eat the brownies. And I remember specifically like he had been talking to my uncle and my uncle was like, Tim, who's my dad, she could be like doing drugs, but you're sending her to her room for asking you not to eat church brownies. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, that's the only time I ever felt like defended in oh, a man. decision I had made. Whoa. But he was right. I, you know, my dad was in the wrong <laughs> for mm-hmm. eating my church brownies. Fully, yeah. Yeah, anyway. See, I, I relate <laughs> to like parents that are kind of just like, they're in my house. These are my brownies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're taking Tim's side in the brownies. Like, I kind of take dad's side. <laughs> I mean, your dad's the reason you're here today. So I'm team Tim, no, team I'm Liz. Totally you can <laughs> totally vote in the kidding. comments of this episode. I am like, that's a normal thing. But I think sometimes parents are, especially like conservative parents, are like weird about like boundaries. And like oh, you being God, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, boundaries were a huge <laughs> issue in my home. But no, I never really got questioned about it. But I do remember having to find rides to church. So I don't think they were like, particularly thrilled that mm. I was doing it, but no one ever had a conversation with me about it that wow. I recall. It was just like, I would sometimes have to call like my youth pastor and be like, can you give me a ride today? Yeah. I can't get do a you ride think, to church. Do you think that made you feel more like into it? That there was like a little bit, because in a way- There's a little danger. danger. Yeah, there's a little danger because that's the <laughs> thing church. like, whenever like your parents <laughs> want you to go to church and yeah. you're like rebelling, you mm-hmm. were kind of like- they the didn't opposite, want you to go to yeah. church, so your rebellion was going to church. Yeah, and that was like it's crazy to think. I never thought about that. You've you're never so thought about right. that? No, yeah. I haven't. It's kind you're of right though. Yeah. Of course. I mean, whatever it is, I know. I think about that one day having kids. It's like whatever I do, they're gonna hate it and do the opposite. Like whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. I try to give them. If it's like, hey, believe what you want, they'd be like, no, I'm a freaking Scientologist <laughs> now, and I'm like, oh no, great. I know. <laughs> So, okay, so uh, so you started in high school. College, was your faith consistent during no, that time? this is where the, the cult stuff comes into okay. play, like my junior, senior year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Of college? No, 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 no. Of high school? High school. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. I was like in the Southern Baptist Church for a few years, continued going when I met the guy from the cult who I started dating, who was in my grade, mm-hmm. which is great. So like not as Hey, not a weird age gap. Not a weird age gap. I mean, the, the age gap's better. <laughs> We're both he is together. in a cult, but so I guess it's kind of a wash. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had started dating and like, I knew that he was part of some religion only because like his mom would show up to choir concerts and she had like 
really long hair or her hair in a bun and a long skirt. Mm -hmm. And like he would be pulled out of school like for a few days out of the year for religious purposes, but nobody knew what it was. So yeah. like, yeah, I, I knew that about him. That was all I had. Um, but yeah, we started dating. And at one point I was like, why don't you come to church with me? Cause it's like really important to me. It's like a big part of my life. Cause it was, mm -hmm. it was very important to me. Sure. And he was like, well, why don't you just come with me to mine? And I was like, okay, where where is it? Because it's the a churches. small, yeah, it's a small town. I know where the churches are. Like, yeah, you know, my church is on the west side of town. It's like one of the only Baptist church over there. And he didn't have an answer. He just said, well, why don't you come see? So I was like, okay, Whoa. I will. Oh, and then that's how. Oh my god! Went to my first you got involved meeting. in what was what was? So the, the can meeting. you name the cult or do you there's, not want to? There's not a name for it. Okay, but. In a way, there are many names. Mm -hmm. Like they do, like it, like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the Wikipedia page that I refer to is the two by twos, mm -hmm. but like many yes. people call it the truth, the way. I've heard the black stockings. Like there are oh. a lot of names for mm -hmm. them, but they will not claim a name at all. Mm. Yeah. And that's the cultiest thing of all, right? You know, it's not to be having like, a, name. a name. We're just, it's not great. We're just. This is what we're doing. Because yeah. you, you don't yeah. have to this register anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Okay. So where was the meeting? Though. Yeah, where was the So meeting? the first one I went to was in a hotel conference room, like the kinds you can classic. rent out for business meetings. <laughs> classic. So Her classic. Class. I mean, I'm into that. Hell I'm yeah. like, hotel conference? Sounds good. But it was like not a good one. It was like this very teeny tiny hotel in town, like on my side of town. It was actually very close to where I lived. Um, it was on a Wednesday night. And there was probably like 20 to 30 people there, mostly old people. There was like a couple children. Mm -hmm. um, and there were like two rows, not two rows. What is it? Two columns of people. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Were they stacked on top of each other? No. <laughs> <laughs> there was more than two rows, I guess is yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to say. There was an oh, aisle sure. divided. Uh -huh. uh, and then up front were like two very elderly Irish women preaching. And like oh. they spoke out of a normal like, it was the Old Testament Bible or whatever mm -hmm. it's called. Just the um, Old Testament? No, it was just because <laughs> they were old. I don't remember <laughs> what it is. But yeah, normal Bible that I had like seen before because of my exposure to the Baptist mm -hmm. church. So they weren't sure. saying anything crazy. It was just like, why am I in a hotel room? And I'd like bought a skirt to attend to be like respectful. Oh, like a I long knew. one? Yeah. Because they now, require because they, that as dress code, right? Well, that is part of the dress code, but like I don't recall being told to do that. It was a choice oh, I made to be respectful knew. for that night. Yeah. Well, Southern Baptists, they are kind of like in general, they are be a little more traditional. And then yeah. also I'm curious, uh, I knew we grew up with like, Absolutely no women pastors. So were you kind of freaked mm. out that there was like two ladies or no. no? Not as much? Okay. No, because like even at the Baptist church, like we had youth pastors who were like husband and wife duos. Oh, sure. Like nothing crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what was your, what was the extent of your involvement mm. in the two by twos? I ended up, it's like might be a long story, but like I, I ended up continuing to go. Like I was torn between my Baptist church and this church. Like, I would go to both as much as I could, I guess. Um, I was also growing unhappy with my Baptist church. Like, they, I had heard that they had kicked someone out for being divorced, which I did not agree with, because mm -hmm. I was like, everyone's welcome. It's church. God mm -hmm. loves everyone. And then I had heard a scandalous story of one of the, like, praise leaders. He was, like, dating one of the youth 
members' moms, and like I heard a scandalous story. I was like, that sucks. So I was like, yeah. pretty unhappy there. Mm. Home life was like not good. My parents were going through a terrible divorce. Oh, no. And I also think this lends into like your question about what my parents had to say about me going to church because actually no one was paying attention to what I was doing wow. whatsoever. <laughs> That's why yeah. the only thing I can remember is the brownie story because wow. like they they didn't just. They didn't care. <laughs> it was mostly neglect. They were kind, kind of, wrap, of wrapped yeah. up in their own. Yes, they were very much wrapped up in their own stuff. Mm. So, oh, see, and De- Dexter's just really that sensitive to like sorry. parents that aren't paying okay. attention Dexter, to their kids. I'm okay now. I feel supported. Okay, in let, life. let me get that sweet guy. <laughs> and you know what, Kevin? I got it from here. <laughs> uh, okay, you can sit well, the rest I'm out. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming, buddy. Hi, Dex. Yeah. Hopped oh, right back up with you. Very sweet. Mm, I know. He's protecting us. Yeah. He is protecting us. That's very That's nice of him. Nice. And protecting us against, yeah, parental <laughs> neglect. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, I ended up uh, continuing to go. And that's actually the only time I ever... Uh, was in the hotel conference room. The rest of the meetings were at houses in different members' houses. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I actually found out later, because I am working on a documentary about this experience mm-hmm. and the exposing the group in general. I found out that the reason it was in a hotel conference room was probably because I was attending as a potential new member. So oh they did this. They put together extravagant. Oh it was God. not by any means extravagant. Well, just to, to be in a hotel they, at yeah, all, the, I guess, is yeah, a, a gesture. Yeah, they had to spend money to get that room, I suppose. Wow. Yeah. Damn. How long were you involved in this thing? Probably start to like finish? 2004, 2006. Okay, so two and, years. Yeah. And, yeah. and you were. I'm so curious. Like, how, how, like, what ages that. is that for you? 2004 to 2006? Yeah. If you were if you were a junior, then you were seventeen to nineteen years old. Probably, okay. yeah, that's right. And then what got you out of it? I got out. So I, I graduated like early two thousand five. I was like very in at this point because mm-hmm. I remember I was only in college for like maybe two months. So that was end of two thousand five. And <laughs> shh, 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 shh. it's okay. Dexter is uncomfortable with I my know. story. He doesn't like these kind of stories, but <laughs> this is exposure therapy for him. <laughs> exposure I know. therapy. It's yeah. okay, Dexter. I'm okay now. I swear. He's like, are oh. you? <laughs> he did a little <laughs> grunt. <laughs> I know. His like pathetic little bark. He's like, woof. I guess woof. Yeah. So end of 2005, I was in college, and I had chosen to go to a college that nobody else from my graduating class was going to. Like, I wanted to go far away to kind of challenge myself and. You know, I went to Murray State, and and he was in Lexington, as we discussed earlier. That's Ooh. where he went to college. That was my uh-huh. second choice and, like, honestly, probably my top choice. But mm-hmm. I wanted to be independent, try to be independent. Mm. Anyway, before I had moved down there to the dorms, his mom had set me up on this vitamin regimen that she had both of her oh. sons on. So my ex-boyfriend and then his little brother. Because she didn't have a job, and she they, like, swore off Western medicine and Uh-oh. was very into holistic medicine. So... Before I, like, I remember, I wonder if they're vaccinated the now. <laughs> yeah, that's actually an excellent question. I would guess not, but yeah. I don't what know. What kind the of vitamins were they giving you? So I don't know. Like, oh. there was a lot. Oh. Like, I remember oh. B12 for sure. The other ones, I don't remember. One of them smelled really bad, and that's Maybe like where I was oil? going with. No, one of them was also like was iodine drops, which is oh my, found out later. Real bad. Shouldn't do that. But I was. Why were they drops. giving you that? Great question. Don't and you're know. just like, sounds good. Gl- gl- gl. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so you really was somebody trusted. showing did you, interest. Now, did you like yeah, this we woman? Were very, wow. Yeah, we were and, really close. Okay. And then she this- once said like, 
she's the daughter I never had. <laughs> like we were very You're close. You're the da- Wow. Yeah, so, and she like is- took me shopping for skirts and stuff and everything. So oh, yeah, we were very wow. close. Yeah. So I remember like in my dorm room, like one of the, one of the medicines smelled really, really bad. It had like a very specific smell to it. And oh I was like, sorry, gosh. roommate, I got to take oh. these. And how yeah. often were you taking them daily? Twice a I day? I think so. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm Ooh. sure it was daily. Cause I remember seeing like the Sunday through Saturday, like pill things on their kitchen table. What was the explicit rationale for that? And then what did know. you find out? It was. Later. Do you think you blocked a lot of this? Oh, a hundred percent. Like I, I've had to in the past, like try to look up where I was working at the time because uh-huh. I have a, I almost do not recall the entirety of 2006. Like, wow. Yeah, well, I like way, very I much have to piece it together. Do you feel like too? Maybe that was your. That's like what I've heard with like some PTSD mm-hmm. things. Your body kind of will just like yeah block things out yes, 100%. to protect you. Um, like even like after I, like when I drop out of college, like I could not tell you what happened for Christmas that year. Like I have no idea whatsoever. Wow. Did you feel secure or loved in the community at that time? Or was it always uneasy? I think uneasy? I felt paid attention to, mm. honestly. And like probably that- the fact that his mom had me on the vitamins, I probably saw that as a form of caring. Sure. sure, you know. Well, yeah, of course, and especially if you're saying like your parents are kind of wrapped up in their own worlds. Oh but my God, yeah, do you remember like any of the messages that they were kind of like teaching that kind of were maybe like, huh, that's kind of weird. It was or- more their practices that were weird, like oh. meeting at people's houses. And I do remember like the overwhelming pressure I would have at the meetings because part of the meetings where like you pick a verse of the Bible and you talk about why it's important to you. And I hmm. always remember just feeling like, fuck, what am I going to say? It yeah. has to be good. Like I, I was so just like physical pressure. Yeah. I could feel it weighing down on me. Huh. So I remember that. <laughs> and did they ever kind of like at these meetings, like talk about why they weren't meeting at a church or? No, no. They never just talked about it. Wow. No, 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 no. But so it was it, like tight knit, and you felt seen, and that's all yeah. they needed to do yeah. to get you there. I, I, there was a lot of like, uh, there are a lot of rules in the cult, like you know, women have to dress a certain way. You can't. Sure. They didn't own TVs. Um, you couldn't dance. There are a lot of rules, mm. but uh, now they've gone too far. No dancing, footloose. Dance, yeah, <laughs> uh, I actually remember getting in a fight um, in college. A dance fight with my. It actually it was a dance fight because. <laughs> I had heard that my boyfriend had gone to a dance at college and danced with someone, and I was like a mess because of that. I was like, because you, you couldn't dance, this, I dude. couldn't do it. And then he was off dancing. Mm. I was like, is this so the cheating? men could like, dance. The men could dance. The women men could. Couldn't. That's the thing. Like, I really liked his dad because his dad was like the most free. Like, he was part of like a cycling group and like had yeah. a job. It's like dancing while sitting like, down, normal. cycling. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Yeah, but I think like I did find his house to be peaceful because like they would just I don't know there was no TV on there there was no fighting their parents weren't fighting like it was just like pretty even keeled which was not anything I was used to sure so yeah there was there was some security then yeah even if it wasn't good still bad yeah (laughs) Yeah. no definitely but it it does at least explain part of the reason like why I leaned in sure I would say it was stability that you did not have at yeah. home yeah, you were out. doing the best you could with the yes. resources that were in front of you yeah and even like with my involvement with the Baptist church and like my relationship with God at the time like I was very I got so into it 
I think I've always been preoccupied with like doing the right thing, which I think is probably why I became progressive instead of conservative, because I could always see cracks in how my parents dealt with the world. Like hmm. it was very mean spirited and hate filled. And mm-hmm. like I always was pretty <laughs> on the other side of that from mm-hmm. them. So I think because of that in relationship with God, I was like, oh, these people are doing the extra right thing by the way that they yeah. have a relationship with God. So you were attracted wow. to virtue, which is a good yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you could. That's so your church, like that Southern it. Baptist church, wasn't because I know a very common thing with especially mm-hmm. churches in the South and yeah. stuff. They have like they'll preach conservative. Like we talk about how I was like as a young girl obsessed with George Bush. <laughs> she <laughs> loved my dad Curtis dragged Bush. me to the polls and made me vote for Bush again because I was Whoa. by the time I could oh. vote, it was like right after 9-11. So he was like, "You're voting for a bush." So I was like, okay, okay. But, but the church, but the church wasn't really preaching like politics. As Not much. that I recall. Oh wow, no, okay. No, no. I mean, they could have, but I don't remember it. That's so weird. Your parents like left the church, but like stayed. Conservative. <laughs> yes, yes. That's but I think for most people, conservatism and that sort of ideology does supplant mm-hmm. uh, theology. Yeah, and and a, a relationship with God, yeah. or religion, or belonging to a community. Their community is. Other people who want to isolate from other people, yeah. right? Uh, in in such a fashion, mm-hmm. what 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 led to you leaving? So I only left because I ended up hospitalized for two weeks. Um, oh my gosh! So I mentioned earlier that he gets pulled out of school, or I mean, he's not in school anymore that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to do these annual conventions, which is which are three-day events. This happens regionally with everyone's meetings, mm-hmm. um, where they all meet at a rural farm for three days. You listen to preaching under a tent. Um, Sounds awesome. <laughs> so far, man, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. And there are these like old... Horses. <laughs> and the horses preach. The horses preach. <laughs> yeah, it's basically everyone in the area, they all come to have meetings for three days. And like men and women are separated. They have their own dorms they have to stay in or whatever. And like that year, I had gone to convention. I got baptized. I like felt the call to profess, which is what it's called when you're like, okay, I'm fucking in, baby. Let's mm-hmm. baptize me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. do this forever. I hope cursing's allowed. I've probably cursed uh, no. so many times. Uh, no for editor me. Emma. Hours. Just scrub so it all. I'm so sorry, Emma. You're going to have to bleep me. <laughs> no, Shout out to Emma. Emma cursing is absolutely allowed, <laughs> okay, by the way. Great. We're fully kidding. Yeah, okay. and they used to swear in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you think about it, cursing is like yeah, getting godlier. Yeah, cool. exactly. yeah. They say ass, damn, hell. <laughs> and motherfucker in the Bible. And when oh Jesus flipped over the tables, uh, <laughs> he was like, okay, he oh, you didn't know what he was saying. They don't put that in the NLT, I'll tell no, you that much. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I had gone to convention and like I remember that same feeling of just like intense pressure, like, okay, this is what I have to do. So mm. I figure I stood up. Um, I remember like being baptized. I definitely remember that because I don't know how to swim and I'm terrible. Like, I just don't like being in water mm-hmm. <laughs> still sure. to this day. Um, and I remember, like, he led me out into this little pond and my foot slipped when I was getting baptized. <gasps> so, like, I don't know that I went quite all the way under the water. And I recall that, too, because his mom, my ex-boyfriend's mom, was like, it's okay. Elizabeth went all the way under. She's fully baptized. Like she had to like explain away 
me slipping on this rock oh while I was God. getting baptized. Like I very much remember that. That the rock slip was actually part a part of, like of God's plan. plan. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know, probably. But yeah. So oh. so sometime after convention, I do not know how long, could not tell you, I started living at their home, like sleeping on the couch. Mm. And during that time, my time with his family, well, really with his mom, um, I became very malnourished. I got, like, I was always, like, really, really thin. Like, I actually actively tried to gain weight in high school, and I couldn't do it. Um, so I always weighed 100 pounds, got down to 80 pounds. I couldn't sleep. I was actually scared to sleep. Don't know why. And then at Whoa. one point, I no longer knew who I was or where I was. Like, I remember they sat, like, I had MySpace at the time, and I remember they sat, like, I was in front of a computer looking at my MySpace, my song, like, it was a Coldplay song. And I was sobbing because I did not know what I was looking at. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, after, shortly after that, uh, my dad arrives at their house. And we think it's because, I've actually asked both my dad and my sister, who, like, have fuzzy memories of this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my sister, who was still living with my mom, which is where I was living, noticed I was gone. Uh-huh. And called my dad and was like, I don't know where Elizabeth is, but I have Whoa. an idea. And he actually, his where his work was, was across the street from the neighborhood of where they were. So he showed up and got me out of their house and I was hospitalized. Like his, oh my god, my stepmom works in the medical field. So she was like calling doctors because they had me now under my dad's roof. Didn't know who I was, couldn't probably make words and she was calling doctors like okay this is the state that she's in what do we do and they're like Whoa. she needs to go to a hospital immediately so i was hospitalized for two weeks i had to bring me back to physical and mental health it's terrible and when you were brought back what was your memory like were you did what did your identity come back in terms of like oh i remember who i am now or? yeah the hospital was terrible uh that even that alone was its own traumatic experience Mm -hmm. i remember a lot of that they were constantly waking me up to take my vitals like i probably didn't even get great sleep in there even though oh oh my god i needed rest because they were constantly taking my vitals Mm. um yeah i mean i guess i i i don't know i i remember like coming to sort of at the end what if was the family's sense. rationale for all no of this? I have no idea. My dad even tells me, he's like, when I showed up, his dad, my ex-boyfriend's dad was like, hey man, she's 18. She's 18. Whoa. Like like they already had a no, defense, no, 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 which no, is like no. really fucked up. Oh my house. gosh. Yeah, she's 18. It's it her choice. Brutal. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then did you see the family after that? Uh, when when you were in the hospital, did you ever see them again? Yeah, did or? they come visit? Or? So I remember getting an email from the boyfriend. Like, I feel mm. like I lost my best friend. Like, I don't even know if he, I don't even know if they knew I was in a hospital because mm-hmm. my dad just took me and ran. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I remember getting a, an email from him saying like, I don't know where you are. I feel like I lost my best friend, blah, 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 blah. And I do have one picture from that time in my life and I did see him again. But I like he broke up with me, and my dad was like, "You can never see these people again." Yeah. Um, and we did like break up shortly after that because I'm sure me not going to meetings anymore was probably going to be a problem <laughs> for them. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So you experience a great amount of yes. trauma, religious physical trauma. abuse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, religious in nature. I, it's so funny that we've been friends for so we've long. This never is the first talked time. About I know. This. I'm like, wait, I you mean, guys you, are friends. He knows my background. Like, Basically. We're really but not friends. in detail. Yeah, but we've yeah. never like dug into it. So this wow. is like the first time. I'm not it's doing so the thing fun. that it's... they do on some NPR podcast where it's like they know what it is, That's but one of the co hosts is like, no way. Yeah. Kevin's aware of all my work on the documentary but we've mm-hmm. never gone into details until right this now. Is, I'm so sorry you it's had okay. to go through this. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm it's like, crazy. I mean, so when you were in the hospital, mm-hmm. did they have you in, what like ward of the hospital did they I was in you? an acute psychosis wing. Wow. Because I did not know. I could not so they make had sense probably of the world. like feeding tubes and no, there was no, no feeding tubes okay. that I remember. But like, they, do you know that little like drink you can get from CVS called Insure? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, sure. I drank those constantly because they had to like get me back up to normal yeah. weight. So I was, and I would ask for them because I was like, this tastes really good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I've seen Liz you're, you're like so shotgun them at parties to this <laughs> no, day. She'll if just I like drink that today. I would probably have panic attack of something. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I'm yeah, sure that would trigger. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. But I like even after the hospital, I remember buying them because I like needed to keep up. My and when you were health. in the hospital, were your parents there with you or? Mm, I do remember. I do remember my grandparents coming to visit, which is actually like pretty heartbreaking because they live, they lived far away. Like they still lived sure. in Eastern Kentucky and I don't even know what they were told, but, oh my and gosh. I feel like the closest to my grandparents out mm. of my family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You love that. Um, I don't know if my sister ever came actually. I think she probably had a hard time with it. Mm. So I don't, wow. I remember my mom coming too. And my dad is who I would like, I was allowed to call because they were oh. the ones that admitted me. Um, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So this is your experience of a religious community <laughs> finding security, belonging, whether it was like authentic love or not, or some perverted yeah. version of I that. I think it's so honest, weird I've, to like understand their motives. I've thought about that so much because so many people have asked me like, well, why would they do that? Sure. Because yeah. I also there's so many holes here. There's you so know? many holes here. Yeah. And like I've for years when processing all this, I would be like, well, maybe she just made a mistake. But like iodine drops is like really specific. And I had cancer later in life. And my treatment, the treatment that I had for my thyroid cancer was radioactive iodine therapy because your thyroid is what absorbs iodine. So I would not be surprised if the reason I had cancer was because of what she did. Oh my God. So again, like to speak about motive, I would guess it's just like to have control. I was someone to control. Yeah, because well, I yeah. guess I mean that's always the cold. And thing, it right? sounds yeah. yeah, it sounds like a very like there's some like Munchausen's yeah. going on. Oh, I'm sure. And you know this woman saying you're the daughter I never I'm, had. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out the the theological because yeah. it's always some sort of thin like you know whatever you hear from the well, next thing well, like, or fasting. The, yeah, there I I had spoken to like also after this happened I had like reconnected with my one of my youth pastors from the Southern Baptist Church. Mm. And I called her like two years ago to be like, do you remember much about this time? Like, do you remember what I said to you? She goes, the only thing I remember you telling me, one of the only things is food control. Like she was controlling your food. I was like, oh my God. That is so Um, terrifying. Yeah, it was not good. And you said that you were, you were like just a very skinny kid. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Very, very thin. Oh. And so I would imagine if I have a situation like that, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, 
well, I guess I'm done with anything having yes. anything to do with religion forever. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. For a mm. long time. I was very pissed because I was like, how, what the fuck, God? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. are you kidding? Like, I tried so hard. Like, yeah. I, you know, I tried to do everything right. And like, this mm. is what I get. Like, I was pissed. So then that's when I like started drinking and like picked up smoking cigarettes in like 2007. Like, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, 2007. Like, I was had- Bush's last year. You were sad that he was about to leave office. You're like, oh, what are we going to do? Time to smoke <laughs> some cigs. Oh, Kenyan guy. Oh, my God. No, but, yeah, like, but- it was back to back trauma. Like, six mm-hmm. months after wow. I was hospitalized, I was in a head on collision and I couldn't walk for six months. I had to relearn how to walk. Like, everything was yeah. awful. Oh, my God. Awful, awful. Mm. Yeah, so I yeah, like, you did not feel God for a long time. <laughs> you didn't feel held by God in any way no, for a long no, time. Was there? Uh, did y'all make up? Well, was it a break? What in happened? Like you know, I once I started getting somewhat stable again. I started working at Starbucks after this. Actually, where we've all found God. You know, I that's mean, where I found time. like that's I'm, where I journal <laughs> pictures of birds. I'm sure. Like, I can literally point to the time in my life when things started getting better, and it is when I was employed at Starbucks. I'm not kidding you. That is where I met my the ex-husband. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and for the listener, Howard Schultz is my uh, new god. This yeah. is not sponsored content. It what feels like it. Liberals love not. Starbucks. Oh my god! There was like some book that was like how Starbucks changed my life, and I was like, I could write my own. Wow! Because <laughs> it did. Like it really uh, was the only wow. positive thing I had going for me for a long time. Wow. But all that to say is, like, I started working at Starbucks after the, after, well, before and during the. Car crash, after the car crash and stuff. And I ended up, like, getting transferred to Lexington, which was, like, 30 okay. minutes away because I was yeah. like, I'm going to work at Starbucks. That's going to be my career. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I dropped out of college. Yeah. And so I was, like, career pathing through Starbucks to be an assistant manager. So they promoted me, and I would drive 30 minutes away to be a shift manager. And that is where I met my ex-husband. That is where I met these girls who I ended up living with in Lexington who were cool Christians. Like they would smoke. They were like very like open to the queer community Mm -hmm. and like very accepting. And I was like, oh, maybe there's a way where I could like be open to God again Mm -hmm. where like, you know, no one's getting outed for being divorced. No one's being ousted. Yeah. So like I was a little open to it again when I met them because I was like, I really love these girls. They Mm -hmm. love me. Like they're I feel safe, actually. Like, oh, I that's good. So any... you didn't have any problems, like, trusting yourself and your intuition with, like, people? <laughs> I, <laughs> yes. Yes, you 100%. Did. But, yeah, I, I, like, with them, there was there was no question for oh, me. Oh, wow. Okay. No, and I still keep in touch with them. So that was, like, people. a really corrective relational experience. That's awesome. Yeah. Hashtag not all Christians. Oh, she fe- she met yeah. some Melissa yeah. Sabo types hey. via Starbucks. <laughs> Hey guys, you're all welcome at my church. <laughs> I'd go to your church. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I would leave it yeah. later, but I would yeah. go for a little bit, see what's up. Oh, really? So, so, did they get you in church and back in I a think community? I went a or? couple times. Like, I do not, like, I very specifically remember one night that I went with them, and that could have been the only one for all I remember. Hmm. But I was just more open to it and less, like, scared of it. Yeah, so really, maybe the takeaway from that time was it quenched your whatever grudge bitterness mm-hmm. or unresolved anger yeah and maybe, but i would not say i like re got into a relationship mm-hmm. with god sure maybe it just also helped you to like maybe see that i think this is something i'm still working on of like mm-hmm. you know like 
I've had I've been hurt by a lot of like Christian people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not the extent that you have been. Mm-hmm. That's like it's just so like in your face. But maybe realizing like you know what, a lot of people are really fricked up, and like yeah, maybe it's you know what I mean. You can be hurt by non Christians mm-hmm. and Christians, but yes, I don't know how I would ever talk to somebody that was like religious yeah. at all if I had gone through what you went through. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I I definitely. It's so funny. I've said this so often whenever I reflect on this time. Every There are so many instances in my life where the lesson should be, Liz, do not trust people. Do sure. not trust people. And yet I still do. That is the one thing that I still do, and I mm. actually don't know why. Because like I learn lessons. I'm very receptive and open to like learning things and growing from this life. But I still trust when I 100% shouldn't. Mm. So yeah, I, I really didn't have a problem doing that going forward. Yeah, when I but <laughs> you'd rather be, I don't know. I yeah, mean, I would rather be It's so Pollyannish so. to I'd say, be better. but you'd rather trust and feel foolish than completely hardened and never I, yeah, feel at all, I course. guess, right? And yeah. I think even just from what you said, where you said, well, with those people, like I kind of knew in my gut. I think that's the one thing our gut is kind of like always right. Even yes. I mean, like, it's like when we push away from it and mm-hmm. when we're like, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I think it's just kind of getting to that point of like leaning into our gut because yes. what we have, like the intuition and like mm-hmm. that's usually right. And like what we do, I think growing up with like religion and stuff, you know, we're always kind of taught to be like, what are you saying, God? <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, like yeah. the gut is actually like mm-hmm. what you should listen to. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. How would you describe how you think about God now? I I don't know. I know what I believe, which is that there is something. There like I've had too many experiences that like are unexplainable and I have felt very taken care of and guided in ways. Mm. Um so I don't know that I would say like God as like a one person or like some old guy, but I do believe that there is I don't even want to say higher power like I just believe that there is something and I trust in that. Like mm. my work on this documentary I have never in my life felt in my bones that I have a purpose until I found that. And, like, that's not nothing. Like, that feeling is not nothing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it could be internal, sure. But, like, really seeing that work unfold in the way that it has, like, also makes me believe, like, okay, this is supposed to happen for the benefit of others, and I can, like, see that from, I don't know. Well, you're such a, like, resilient person and obviously i'm sure you're like annoyed to hear like you're so it's strong <laughs> but no wow I mean, how it's do like, you wake up in the morning <laughs> no, i mean i don't even like know but no obviously I, like i don't know you that well yeah. i'm just like talking to you but like i weirdly just feel like a calming presence like even just like oh, sitting here like hearing you that's speak. common yeah it is and all, i have a lot of anxiety Mm-hmm. And I'm like a nervous wreck and I'm, you know, very tightly wound, but I'm like, wow, Liz did it. I can't do <laughs> I already know that, you know, sweet. yeah, you are like, yeah. um, yeah, there's a reason you're here. Yeah. And I love that. Thank you. That is like truly one of, one of the big goals I want out of the documentary is to, for people to see like, and understand that, yes, there's this healing journey you have to go to, but here's how you can feel yeah. on the other side of it. And it yeah. was fucking, it was hard getting to where I am today. I like, mm. you know, I'd been in talk therapy for years after this, but even just for normal stuff, like parents divorce, 
car wreck, you know, yeah. cancer, like uh, yeah, a normal divorce, stuff. Like, cancer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your I just own mean like, divorce. you know, like, not, yeah. not something with the weight of surviving sure, a cold. Sure, sure, sure. So like I've been in talk therapy and then only in the summer of 2019 or 18, I, I get too confused, but only a few years ago did I undergo trauma therapy. And that is like really where we dug into this. Wow. And like, that was so hard. It was so hard. I was crying every single day. Like, it was yeah. terrible. Because not only was I processing, but I was also, like, through that journey, re-traumatized. Yeah. Um, it was terrible. But, yeah. like, I'm so glad that I did it because I can sit here today and talk about all of this and, like, I'm going to be okay on my drive home. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Like, I'm going to be okay. I am okay now. And that is what I want to come across in the documentary. Like, I was brainwashed. I was in a hospital. Wow. Like, all these horrible things happened. I'm okay now. Here's how you can get here. So I mean, that's incredible. Oh, yeah. And that also, like, there is so much power in that. And, like, mm -hmm. I remember it, it, yeah. I had, like, um, I had a liver transplant when I was, like, 10 years ago. And it was oh a God. very crazy Sorry. thing. But one of the things I remember being in the hospital, mm -hmm. the only thing I ever wanted to see and talk to, I didn't want to talk to a doctor. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to talk to my family. Like, I didn't want to hear my family say you're going to be better. I wanted to see people who had been in the same mm -hmm. bed that I was in. Yeah. And I wanted to see them walking around and I yeah. wanted to see them mm. yeah. doing stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, hearing that they had a normal job. And so yeah. anytime these like volunteers that had had transplants mm -hmm. would come in, I was like, okay. And are you serious? <laughs> you really feel okay now? <laughs> you can walk, mm -hmm. you know? And they're like, yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but that was always like, yeah, you know, so I that's know what you needed that to yeah, see. for people and like for you, it's almost like one of those things like, well, where do you even begin like all the stuff you've been through? But yeah, so I'm sure you're going to cover a lot. People are going to be very, yeah. very inspired. That, that was one thing I always struggled to find. Like even in that yeah. Wikipedia page with the two by twos, it's just basic history. They scrub it all wow. the time. Like they dampen down people's accounts of yeah, all Yeah, I'm going to that that controversy so and it's just a bunch of smiley faces on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> they really have scrubbed What's it. What's this word Whoa. mean? Yeah, <laughs> strange. But yeah, like, you know, while I was undergoing trauma therapy, I saw for the first time um, and this, again, just a couple years ago, a 60 Minutes piece out of Australia talking about the same exact cult and there's like Whoa. widespread pedophilia. So I was like, okay, I have to do something. Oh I have gosh. to do something. Because I had not, like you, found anyone else who's gone through anything like this. Yeah. Like it's very, very isolating experience. Mm. Um, and it yeah. seems like they're doing that. They know what they're doing. Exactly. The, the people that I, that's got to be part of the reason they don't have a name or yeah. a headquarters or anything. Yeah. Whoa. It started in the late 1800s. Like, they've been around that long. That's oh crazy. Gosh. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think the more, even with, like, something like Scientology, its powers diminish the more, like, Leah Remini. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like there's a name. We know what's going on. We see it. Mm -hmm. But, like, whereas this, it feels like they know what they're doing. They're being very low. 100%. Yeah. You, you could be the Leah. You could be the, <laughs> the Leah, Leah for this community. People have offered to put me in touch with people who have worked with Leah Remini. Oh, wow. I haven't done it yet, like who? Kevin James? Is that who's yeah. offering? No, no, no. Yeah, I used to work with you. Kevin James. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, Liz, you man, I, I love you. You're my friend. I love you in too. addition to being a I guest on this too. show. And I Alyssa love loves you, you now Alyssa. too. We're and thanks for now. sharing yeah. all that. Thank oh my you. god. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for another edition of Singles Ministry. It's Singles Ministry. (laughs) That's me. Incredible voice. Wait, wait, what's funny about that, guys? Nothing, what's funny, gang? <laughs> oh, you fellas laughing at me? I felt that that was amazing. Thank and you. Kevin, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Oh. Hey, listen, yeah. it's episode two of No Caroline November. Oh. And we're carrying on her legacy. <laughs> In loving memory, we're carrying on her legacy yeah. for today. And we're talking about the song Ocean Floor by Audio Adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about the song, though, we're going to listen mm-hmm. to it a little bit and then we're going to talk about it. What was your general relationship with Christian music and pop culture? Mm. So, like we talked about a little bit before. Yeah. So when I was in like involved in the Baptist church, so we had this radio station that I think is national, K-Love. Oh, yeah. Positive. <laughs> of course. Yes. K-Love. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that in so long. K-Love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like I was like pretty much exclusively listening to K-Love because mm-hmm. I don't know if I was told or if I just made the choice like, oh, the music is bad. Yeah. Which is, I did not last long on that because I'm like so hey. music. But yeah. yeah, I was like exclusively listening to K-Love at the time. But I heard this song at one of those centrifuges mm-hmm. actually during like a praise uh, moment. Uh, I was like, uh, this song means so I'm looking much up centrifuges. They're, so they're still good. going strong. Still going strong. Is it North Carolina? Is what it looks like. Uh, let's see. Let's say? see. Uh, 
Why? It's also did Mission Fuge, so it might have been Mission Fuge that I heard this. Man, I am just Either reading way. as fudge. I love these fudge names. camp. <laughs> yeah, which sounds no. delicious, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Find Center a camp, fudge. okay? So we're gonna find a camp. There's one in Sherman, Texas, Tigerville, South Carolina. Should we go? Ridgecrest, North Ridge Carolina. Ridgecrest, that's the one I went okay. to. Okay. Wow. Great. So yeah, they're they're still doing it. They're going strong. Yeah, we could do like a camp little fudge, guest baby. seminar, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So neither of you had heard you had heard of Centrifuge, you said. I had heard of it, but okay. I never I never did the Christian camp thing, which now I it's regret. Fun. It's yeah. fun. I did go tell camp in at Liberty University. It was oh a Rick Gage ministry. Did you see Mr. Falwell there? Oh yeah. Mr. Fa- really? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, junior or senior? Both. Wow. <laughs> they were holding hands. They were doing a father-son routine. Like oh, yeah. ben and they Jerry still. They were like my idols. I was obsessed with them. That, I mean, that is the thing. Like, I did that when I was 12, and I b- do believe that's what really radicalized me. Yeah. Is that camp? camp? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the camps are... Go Tell Ministries. Go go Tell? It was called Go Tell Camp. G-O-T-E-L? Just like, Go Tell, yeah. Go Tell them on the mountain. Oh, go Jacksonville, tell. Florida. Yep. Is there one? Uh, so are you from Liberty? Florida? No. Oh, okay. I'm from Pittsburgh, like, outside of Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? The go co- Tell Ministries. Go Tell. Go well, there's GoTellMinistry.org, and then there's GoTellMinistries.com. <gasps> which one is it? I don't know. Which is which? All I remember is, like, one of their special guests. That's Kentucky. One of their special guest speakers was, like, Elvis Presley's stepbrother. And he was like, <laughs> I was Elvis's stepbrother. And we were like, what? Yeah, it's I had like, seen one of the Baldwin brothers at like something I went to. Yeah. <laughs> like Billy Baldwin. I don't yeah, know. Should we one. do a re-ranking of the Baldwins right now? <laughs> oh, no. I don't I don't want to make any jokes about that. And I just did, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Uh that's okay, Kevin. <laughs> so, You're so El- okay. Elvis's brother was like his stepbrother was like that's really he funny. was the king. But you know who was the, the real? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he did. Uh-huh. The script writes itself. You <laughs> ain't nothing but a savior, <laughs> saving all the time. God. <laughs> okay. I mean, that was funny. pretty. Good. That would work that on me, good. I think. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it worked 12? on me. Yeah, that would have worked on me a hundred percent. He was his bodyguard. So yeah. <laughs> So yeah. many of the songs, so is that true? Yeah, so, so he knew all the stories. He's like, the why did they So there? the last thing I ever heard was <laughs> thud. <laughs> and I knew I had screwed up my job. I should have gone in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh God. Elvis is still yeah. alive. We were talking about maybe certain songs that you wanted to talk about, Liz. We talked mm-hmm. about... Uh, Big House by Audio Adrenaline, Hated which of course we, yes. Hated that one. Come and go with me. Word of God Speak, Mercy Me, which Kristen Chenoweth does have God a cover speak. of if you ever want to listen to it. I what? Will oh, check yeah. But you pull it out like rain. <laughs> no, 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 no. The no. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's more. Uh, it is I am. Look at that cover. Hang on. Let's listen to it for a, a hot second. Wait, where'd it go? Oh, here we go. It's so funny to hear her try to like not have a powerful voice. Word of God speak. She's like whispering for her. She's kind of like Natalie Grant. She's giving me Natalie Grant. What year did this come out? This was 2005. Of course it was. Is she a Christian? Big time. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did not her, know that. Her and Aaron Sorkin's brief stint as a couple together. Didn't know that either. Strange. 
Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, there's a character named- Is he named, a Christian? No, he's, he's oh, okay. Jewish. Uh, but he, he wrote a show called Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, uh-huh. which anyone who knows anything about comedy hates and like loves in this like ironic, like Cats okay, 2019 sure. sort of way. There's a character on the show called Harriet Hayes that's played by Sarah Paulson, who's a very, very, very thinly veiled version of Kristen Chenoweth because oh, she is a Christian sketch performer and no singer shit. on the show. And it's after their relationship ended and whatever happened like in their relationship, he would just work out on the show. Whoa. And like, cause she, like Kristen Chenoweth would pose for like a men's magazine and then Harriet Hayes posed for a men's magazine. Whoa. Kristen Chenoweth did the 700 Club. Harriet Hayes did oh, the 700 no. Club. And like he would just like rehab and rehash arguments that they had in their actual oh relationship. Gosh. Very strange behavior. They say right what you know, but I don't think that's what they meant by that. <laughs> Yay. I did not know she was a Christian. Uh, Me yeah. Oh, big time, baby. That's why I love I Wicked. Her. I met her. Or she was on Mash Game with me. You met Chenoweth. Yeah. She uh, nice? And bald. <laughs> Oh, and, no. and guess who else? Sarah Palin. <gasps> oh, oh, my and, dad was a huge and, Palin head. And Leah Remini. Oh, my God. Episode. If only you knew. All these people. Dream blunt rotation. Like, yeah. <laughs> J.B. Smooth. Dream blunt. What? Leah Remini. Alyssa, you got to win this motherfucking yeah. game, Alyssa. Was this, all in, <laughs> was this all in one day? You met them all? I met them all in I one day. I would have like, had to like, have had, like, like a sugar a, crash yeah. nap after that. It's too much. It was insane. <laughs> That's uh, that is that's crazy. so fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but the song we're talking about today is a song called Ocean Floor Body Adrenaline. Before yes. we play it, Such I will say, you were going through the list of songs I said. The oh, one, yes, yes, I, yes, 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 yes. I was really hoping for this one or I can only imagine. Like, I can only imagine. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. That was like big one. Have like, you seen the it. film? And Kristen Chenoweth's no. version. I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. Wait, could you do an Idina Menzel impression of? Yeah. Of, could yeah. you? Yeah, w- yeah. What would it sound like? A little something. Flawless. <laughs> <laughs> no notes. Oh, no notes. <laughs> Surrounded by your glory. Is that is that in the ballpark? Oh my god. Why will my heart feel? <laughs> no, now I'm doing Hold like on. fallout boys. I need to hear her like let it go, let it go. Oh, perfect. That's really good. The snow comes rain on the mountain night. I can only imagine. Yeah, that's really good. Like Caleb, every three songs was mm-hmm. I Can Only Imagine. Yeah, it was that every was a big one. Oh my God. I listened to it when I was prepping for this. Um, I listened to that one and then also Ocean Floor. Whoa. Haunting. This is the Kristen Chenoweth. Tr- I was going to say, this is a different I found version. The Kristen I found the Kristen Chenoweth version. No way. <laughs> no, this is her. Listen, it's Kristen Chenoweth. The key is very high. And, oh, she hasn't come in yet. I did find the key. Is this karaoke? <laughs> no, it's Kristen oh, Chenoweth. What? I'm gonna do this karaoke one. I scare everyone. It could be. Such a funny idea. Listen. I can only imagine. What is this? It's Junior Asparagus from Veggie Tales singing it. But it kind of sounds like Kristen. She is so high. I can only. Who is this? You say zucchini? Junior Asparagus from Veggie Tales. Well, we all know it really well. Okay. Killer harmonies. Thank you. Uh, but we're not talking about that no, song. No, we're not. We're not. I'm sorry. I had to. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay. We've talked about this before on the show. I've done it with Caroline. So, Alyssa, because you're filling in her shoes. Yes. <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh, 
Kristen's in the building. I'm Caroline Ely. <laughs> Hi there. Look at my cat Scampy and my husband Nathaniel. I do declare I host this podcast. Now I'm going to see if you can do this with me. If we can do a hitting the post moment. Do you know what hitting the post is? This is a DJ thing that people do where you talk over the intro of the song right up until the moment that the words start and the singer starts to sing. Oh, You're nice. sort of vamping over the intro. I yeah. listened to some of your episode with Ben Khan. Is he the one that taught you this? That is, that is, that is who. Yes. Yeah, so that's ben Khan. Yeah. Yes. So do you want to try to do it? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. You know, I'm really excited you guys are all here today because, uh, we got a great song coming up. <laughs> Get ready to have God make his way into your heart. You might be thinking, how is he going to do that? Well, he's going to do it right now <laughs> with this song. The mistakes yeah. oh, Very good. Was that good? Yeah. I could have done without. I know the song a little bit. I listened to it on the radio at the time, but it wasn't a standard no, in, our, like, in our youth group or anything. The it was like, you know, this is one of, okay, if we check, I always love checking the audio journaling stats. It's not in their top five most streamed songs. Uh, this some, song, though, like for some reason, it's very familiar to me. And I it don't sounds really like, know why. Oh, give me the <laughs> yeah, it is like a very standard song. Right? Give me the beat. And his his vocals are kind of like you too, John Cougar, yeah. Mellon Campy, and yes, yeah. and then Bono adjacent, a little you too, yeah. yeah, yeah. and also oh, audio adrenaline right that I love. Audio adrenaline is very Switchfoot, yeah, adjacent, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was a huge mm-hmm. Switchfoot head. I was never into the or for Switchfoot. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> slut for the foot. It's why I moved to California because those guys are surfers. <laughs> just to, just to be closer. I was like, if I can get my hands on a Switchfoot surfboard. (laughs) And do what with it, Alyssa? Just touch it. Okay, okay. Lie down on it. You know what I was going to do with it. Oh my gosh. Of course, pray over it. This band no longer exists. They went through a bunch of lineup changes. No. Well, really, it's because the, the guy who used to be the front man, which is, of course, Mark Stewart, he had like, Extreme vocal damage. Vocal from, fry. Yeah, for, yeah. He was like, I'm Mark Stewart. No, he like, his like, he was shredded. And when he, when you hear him talk now, he's still kind of like, it's not like you know Val Kilmer or anything, but it's like, it's pretty rough. Oh. And so then they had all these lineup changes where 
Kevin Max at one point from DC Talk was the lead singer. <gasps> and then Huge he left. Oh, no. Uh, and then there was another guy. And then he left. And now it's just the band is over. They've been they, over since 2017. Well, these guys kind of remind me of Sanctus Real a little bit, too. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Ocean <laughs> Floor, this is a song very broadly and generally about sin. Yeah, it's about you're a piece of shit. And <laughs> God, you have to be forgiven. And but your sins are on the ocean They're floor, the ocean which, floor. in my opinion, the ocean floor is gorgeous. Have you been? <laughs> have you been to the ocean floor? I think I can't it, swim. I coral. Been. coral? <laughs> That's why you responded to the song because you're like the ocean. Well, yeah, no one's going there. <laughs> what about that octopus guy? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he listened to that? Well, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The mistakes I've made that have caused pain. That's Every verse is like, I'm a fuck up. I'm a fuck up. But thanks God for forgiving my sins and throwing them to the bottom they, of the Yeah, sea. they never talk about God or Jesus in it. It's really? just like... Wait, what did they say? No. My sins are forgotten. They're in the bottom. Oh, just, yeah. But you know... <laughs> Your sins are forgotten. <laughs> oh my they're God. Alphabet. They're on the ocean floor. <laughs> Wait, so I don't know if this is the right Unreal. time for this, yeah, but... Yeah, no, please. I found, you know, my old journals. Mm -hmm. I found a, like... I wrote a worship song. <gasps> yes. Oh my god. Please. Wait. Did you write? Did you write music with it? Or no. Just this the, is from. This is from when I was seventeen. I 17. have lyrics to a worship song, and you can see like. <gasps> Should some, I read them? Yeah. Some of the stuff that's crossed out is really funny to okay. me. Like you can see <laughs> you that I was like, like no, that's <laughs> wrong. Okay. Okay. Well, it's pretty good. It. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. The, okay. The lyrics are: You have created the heavens and calmed the seas. <laughs> Through the raging waters, you've carried me. Pretty good. Your power really good. reigns over me, is crossed out, endures forever. <laughs> yeah, I crossed and out reigns over my me. heart belongs to you. So mend these shattered pieces. I want to be used by you. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's like the ultimate. You yeah, are yeah, all yeah. I desire. I long to hear your voice to so strip away the lies and Sexy. ignite... This consuming fire. Damn. Yeah, it gets Whoa, kind of like hot. Tree. It gets hot. My body crossed out is weak without food. <laughs> uh oh. It's true. <laughs> needs nourishment. That was the punch up. My body needs nourishment. That was kind of like, it's weak why was that line in there? <laughs> it's true. My mind needs to learn, but my heart needs fulfillment that only comes from you. That yes. second verse needs some work, but <laughs> no, I think it's really. Do you, can I ask you, did Please. you imagine this is like slow tempo or did you imagine it more of like a rock out praise song? Well, I was a huge, and I, when I was on the pod as a guest, mm -hmm. I talked about Barlow. Back Girl. then, when I had to guest on the yeah. show, <laughs> but now I'm a host, but I was a huge Barlow Girl influence. Okay. So you feel a little bit of that really familiar to me. Hillsong and Barlow Girl okay. were like major influences. So I mm -hmm. saw this as like a power ballad. Yeah, for like sure. I was like envisioning it as like um, uh, what was that song where it was like? <laughs> oh, Revelation song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I was like, you <laughs> like, you know, like, I played that like, song in my brother's wedding. And then the music swells. Yeah. 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 Sorry. No, that's I'm like I think that's the... I think that's the right choice for those lyrics. I yeah, think you did the right thing. <laughs> but, I would love to. Hear, I mean, this is I'm gonna we send should... me, send me that. Yeah, can you <laughs> send, airdrop that picture can and you turn it into a real word. You're gonna song? hear a song a little bit later. I yeah. would die. Okay, but Ocean Floor, yes, the whole thing is redemption. Yes, we are okay. I'm getting some lyrics. Sound. Thank you, hon. Uh, yeah. 
it's redemption. Your sins are forgiven, uh-huh. forgotten on the ocean floor. So it's redemptive. But yes, Liz, you are right that it is. Oh, uh, my I'm misdeeds, awful. my greed, all the things that haunt me now. And I was so like feeling you were like that. 15. I was like, oh my God, really? I got fingered. I'm going to hell. Like that was you like did. the worst thing that I had done. But like around that time, yeah, Randy, we were active. Randy was a... We were fooling around. <laughs> a He's a bad a Christian. Yeah. I, love, I love Randy. Oh boy. Yeah. I wonder uh, how so he's I was like doing feeling right all this, you know, I don't, he reaches out every now and then still. Still? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe he'll and listen to this married. when we repost it. I really hope it. not. I really hope. Yeah, he's still married to Kroger Girl. All the things that haunt me, they're not a pretty sight to see, but they're wiped away. Yeah, yeah but I'm like, yeah, by a mighty I am wave. a piece of shit. <laughs> Do you guys remember that song by Casting Crowns about a uh, as far as the east is from the west. That sounds really familiar. Remember East from the West? That was about <laughs> sins. Like there were too many songs about so, like. Well, what? There's not much material they can mine to be put in a pop song. <laughs> yeah, but this song reminded me of that song because yeah. he, he was talking. About, You're talking about the east is from the west. Oh, good timing! Like, what? That was really good. Rising up in me again. I love like how ingrained these songs are. Like when I was listening to Forever. I Can Only Imagine, I was like, I remember the words. Like mm-hmm, I could yeah. sing this confidently, which is like, and you I will listen to it. Like, <laughs> and you will do years. a cover of it. That's so oh, cool God. of you to do I a cover of it as the yeah. single for the documentary where it's like. <laughs> Hey, we've had a lot of fun, but now let's get serious. <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah, the documentary about me getting back into the Southern Baptist yeah. Church. Oh, uh, gracious. So, yes, I, listening to this song today, because all I remember was the melody. I didn't remember the lyrics. I didn't remember sure. the words. I just meant... Da, 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 it's da, a simple song. That vibe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. simple. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. But I thought it was a fine song lyrically like to me it is a little like i'm such a worm i'm a piece of shit yes but i do like the idea if you do transmute it from like i need god to forgive me for jacking off or getting fingered or whatever if it's just like (laughs) what do you do with the things that you know i think we may not call it sin anymore but there's something that we have to do with the things that we do and the mistakes that we make mm-hmm. currently. Oh. And I think I, I high key, low key, in the same way I think people mm-hmm. want to go to church. I think people do believe in sin mm-hmm. in like that way of like things need like forgiveness, repentance, restitution. Yeah. There's people that we know in our lives, and then you know, big picture yeah. people where it's there's like these people. And ethics. Yeah. Yeah. And me. <laughs> and what? I need. Help. Sure. I'm always messing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's I did externalize it. Just because you might not be calling it sin. I know. Like, sure. I still think that is something that, like, I'm like, okay, but I am I can still be a big old a-hole. So <laughs> what, what would be the better term that's not so triggering to, like, all the... Should we call them, like, whoopsies? Like, I have whoopsies in my life, my you know? My little whoopsies. Yeah, my, my whoopsies are no Dang. more. They're on my... No, <laughs> I want to tell you guys board. something. Yeah. When I... So I had a period <laughs> where... I made a big whoopsie uh-huh. and like, you know, I stopped taking pills that I need to take mm-hmm. that keep me alive. Yes. And when I went to the hospital, because that's where you end up when you don't take the pills yeah. that your doctor prescribes, they, I was like, bring in a counselor. Let's get a counselor in here. Cause I was so shameful and so yeah. ashamed. Yeah. And I, first of all, like the counselor that came in, like I hated her because she was just like, so soft-spoken and I don't really like soft-spoken people. <laughs> It triggers me. It triggers me. She was a bit of a chinoweth, you're saying. But she was like, 
so she was like trying to give me this like analogy. And she was like, the other day, I'm a painter, right? And she was like, and I was painting a giraffe. And I accidentally, like my paintbrush messed up, right? Uh And I didn't want to put purple on. (laughs) But at the end of the day, the giraffe was amazing. You know, like, so she kind of went into this whole thing about like, and giraffe. I was like, I don't but a know. fucked up looking giraffe. Like a purple giraffe. Like, yeah, something that was sure. not really helpful to you. Yeah, but I just remember, like, basically her whole thing was just like, mistakes can be beautiful. Sure. I don't like that. So that mistakes are beautiful. Yeah, you want to yeah, like not all of them are. They are. Like sometimes <laughs> no. it's like no. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know what to call Some it. Some of them you do want to put to the ocean floor, which, sure. you know, maybe uh in some context could be read as like sweeping under the rug or excusing them. But mm-hmm. like just casting it like, you know, when you when you wrong each other in a relationship mm-hmm. or a friendship, you want to do something with that and mm-hmm. be able to forgive. Mm-hmm. Uh that said, it is uh delivered in such a way where it is like, I know. I'm a greedy motherfucker. You know, yeah. like it's kind of, it's, I feel it like anytime I mess up, especially with my boyfriend, like I'll be like, hey, I'm really sorry for that thing I did. And then, like, if he doesn't like forgive me in one second, I'm like, you have to forgive me or else I won't sleep. <laughs> We're yeah, right now. And he's like, oh, but yeah, what do we do? What should we call him? I was actually thinking about this too before coming on the podcast. Something that I caught myself doing earlier this year was like, I don't really pray anymore at all. Like, but sometimes, like, before I go to bed, I'll say I'm sorry before I go to bed oh, as though I'm like, asking for that forgiveness. Oh. And it was it, w- it happened earlier this year, and it was the first time I caught myself. And I was like, oh, I don't need to do this. I'm not – what am I sorry for? I Whoa. worked from home today. Like, what did I do? But, <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? But, like, I to? still – like, it's – that shame and that guilt mm-hmm. is so ingrained – and I didn't even grow up in this. I was exposed to it for like, what, five years total? Yeah, yeah. But it's still like... It's still there. The fact that I did that this year after my therapy and everything, I was still like, oh, I don't need to say I'm sorry. Like, I'm... Because I'm, I'm not. Like, what did I do? Like, yeah. I, it's appropriate to say sorry when you're sorry for something, but I, there was nothing that I could point to that I needed to say that for. I wonder who you were saying sorry to. An entity? Like a higher power? <laughs> Just... I know, know, because I guess, like, ethically, the thing we would probably land on is, like, uh, that you wouldn't, uh, for whatever oopsies, mistakes, uh, mm. purple giraffes that you do now, like, mm. you you don't ask God for forgiveness foremost. It's, like, whoever it is that you've aggrieved in, mm, in whatever yeah. the context is. So then, yeah, to, like, address it to an amorphous nothing. Yeah. I mean, I guess sometimes you need to do it to yourself. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe sure. there's times when you let yourself down. Because mm-hmm. I— I do think, like, yes, I I fully align with that. Like, in day-to-day life, even when I don't have large Mm -hmm. life-altering infractions, I still crave redemption and forgiveness. And someone just being like, oh, it's not that big a deal. It's okay, you know. And sometimes I I have to soothe myself with that. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard place to get to. Because you do want, like— uh, whatever, whether it's a, a, a higher power, a parental or authority figure mm-hmm. to be like, oh, it's cool. Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah, someone just know? say you're doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> and say, you know what? Ocean floor time, you, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Well, you, and then they sink you into the ocean, <laughs> oh, put no. cement blocks on your feet. <laughs> Do you pray yes. anything at night, Kevin? No. Yeah. No, that's a good question. Sometimes when at I- At night, pr- when you're just all alone- <laughs> Hey, who said I was alone? Sorry, no, Whoa. I mean, I mean, like, when it's just you and your thoughts. It's just me and my thoughts. 
all of your suitors have gone home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, clear out everybody. Yeah. I got to clean up. <laughs> and they've gone to bed. <laughs> um, no, but I, no, I, I, uh, Maybe it would be helpful to do. I think I was having this conversation with a friend of mine the other night mm-hmm. who's also sort of deconstructed, also left the church I used to attend. And we both kind of landed on when we pray now, it is sort of the Fred Rogers style thing. If you saw Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, mm-hmm. the Tom Hanks no, mm-hmm. I didn't movie. Well, there's a part in it that's that's like taken from his uh, biography and uh-huh. something he did in real life mm-hmm. where his prayers for people would just be saying their name. Yeah. It wouldn't be like, God, heal Liz of her blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. it would just be Liz Moppin. And that would be his prayer, it. his way of attuning his mind to the person thinking of them, and that would be enough. And he had That's plenty fine. of people to pray for. Wow. And that was, like, a nice idea of, like, yeah, you can just do that. Yeah. Like, God's not like, I can't hear you, you know? Like, it's not <laughs> like it needs to be more or well, less. I like yeah. that. It's even just, like, a nice way to, like, remember there's other people and other things going yeah. on other than your own woes. And I'm saying this yeah. to me because sometimes, <laughs> man, I get so caught up in my own problems. I know, honey. <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. There, oh, is, there are some times where like, I do feel like either stuck in life or like not sure what to do next. And like, I wouldn't even call it a prayer, but like I do like in my mind, I'm like asking for guidance in a way. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I need it because I, I don't know fine. what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, it's not addressed to anyone specifically. Really. Right. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of that yeah. way. Yeah. And what's nice now about at least my internal thought life is like it doesn't ever pass that threshold of like, I'm not hearing anything. What the hell? And then yeah, I feel like I'm not messed a, up. Yeah, yeah you just say, well, person. I said what I said. Well, you didn't <laughs> repent for that sin, so I can't hear you. I said what I said. <laughs> In this incarnation, Father God is Dr. Phil. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. What's that TikTok sound? Oh, I love that. that Shut so the hell up. What even is that from? Him like doing an impersonation <laughs> of something. <laughs> I had to look up that song because I was like, it's just like it, it's one of those words. So funny. Yeah, I think you need to play that. Yeah, excuse. That's my new mantra. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Bitch. Okay, this is the one we're looking it's for. So funny. Yes. Excuse me to the listener. Here we go. I haven't heard Trigger this build warning. up. Yeah, this is Dr. It's Phil like really saying. version. Shut the hell up, bitch. <laughs> go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I will kill you. I actually don't know what the, what the, origin, the origin of the Dr. Phil clip it's is. It's probably him reading off, like, this is what your teenage yeah. daughter says No, to yeah, this uh, is yeah. from an episode the of the, the, the show where he's, like, embodying. Okay, he's sure. not He's not telling someone. No, yeah. So the hot mic, shut the yeah, hell up. Yeah, he'll be so like, funny. and this is what she says to her mother every day. But, you know, she's gotcha. reading, shut the hell up. Shame-based religious trauma and experiences can lead to that sort of internal voice. So let's have more of a... Fred Rogers situation about it. Say the name and then... Kevin Porter. Oh, that's so... Well, Kevin T. Porter. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Is there a Kevin Porter? Porter? Yeah, there's like a basketball player named Kevin Porter. Is that why you said, okay, I'm Kevin T. Porter? Porter. No, it was honestly a Gmail situation. Well, I just gave away my email address on air. (laughs) Use your discretion whether or not to cut that, Emma. Uh, (laughs) I will, on the same vein, not to interrupt you... The whole reason I go by Liz is because of that Randy I mentioned. Because ah. I had, do you remember those LLB backpacks that had like the initials on them? Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted one of those because like cool people had it. So I was like, mom, can we save up for this? I really want this LLB backpack. But my initials were E A F. 
because my maiden name is not this name no. that I have now. And, we'll, and we won't and reveal was, that to No, Quentin. I don't want to. E-A-F. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's like too much like the word leaf. So I didn't want to do it. I'm Eve. So I was like, okay. I didn't want to. It was too close. Okay, it was you like hate red fall. sort of like a word. So. Oh, let me guess. You hate pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> No, but I didn't, I didn't, it was like too close to sort of a word. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'll just put Liz. And then Randy called me Liz and it stuck. Everyone called me Liz because oh. that fucking backpack. And I'm then it was, and back. then it was LAF, which is laugh. Laugh. <laughs> which I love to laugh. And I love <laughs> to too. live. I love all three, honestly. Oh. Uh, maybe it's time to rate this song, basically. Mm -hmm. Give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. The way it works, Liz. Do we give it a holy toast or a holy roast? Holy toast is a thumbs up. That's when we send Whoa. this song to heaven where the angels will be toasting it with little champagne glasses for eternity. Or holy roast. That's when we send it down uh, to the ocean floor. To the ocean floor I... of eternity. Or there's a third option oh. if you want. Oh. If you're not quite sure this or that, you can send it to purgatory, which is the space between us. And we'll start, nice. as usual, with my female co-host, <laughs> Alyssa. Wow. Wait, Alyssa, is that offensive? Alyssa, Alyssa. <laughs> yeah, why Why did you have to say female, yeah, dude? What the, I am I know, not good enough? I did, someone did have a talk to me about saying, don't say female, say yeah, women. <laughs> I know. Um, I know, I'm sorry. That was, it was an exaggeration. Sometimes I joke. will say, like, female doctor, and I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. But sometimes it'll Like when you're out. saying, I can't believe I had to see a female doctor today. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> because she was so bad and not yeah. <laughs> No. These female drivers. Y'all can call me whatever y'all want. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Okay, I'm going to give it... I'm actually going to give it a holy toast. Because okay. I like the melody. Like, mm -hmm. sue me, okay? Da, 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 like, da. I thought it was, like, soothing. And, and it brought back memories that weren't too, like, like yeah. harmful. Like, I was just like, all right. I felt like I was kind of, like, coming out of, like, mm -hmm. my, like, weirdness when I was, like, yeah. getting into Audio Adrenaline. Yeah. Oh. And I like the name of their band, Audio Adrenaline. Yeah. It's a <laughs> rush to the head. It's like they were just yeah. looking up synonym for band. Yeah. Audio yeah. Adrenaline. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. Alyssa gives a toast. What say you, Liz? You know, I, this is, I know my answer, but I will say it's difficult because I do musically, it's a fine song. I like the harmonies. I was drawn to it. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Lyrically, I cannot back the song Ooh, because I, I support that. <laughs> I dealt with so much guilt and shame with all of my experiences. So I'm going to have to send this song to hell. To hell. Wow. To hell. I'm torn because I agree with both of you mm -hmm. in that. Melodically, it's one of the least annoying CCM yes. songs we've yeah. talked yeah. about. Yeah. Um, that said, I do feel torn about like the shame-based mm. stuff in it, where it's like, I'm a greedy little bitch, or whatever <laughs> yeah. he says. Like, obviously, I we like you doing to... the Celine Dion. Like, wait, <laughs> does she like, bump her chest oh, like yeah, this? Yeah, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she does. <laughs> she just rolls up her window. Uh, <laughs> but that said, mm -hmm. it made me think a lot about. How grateful I've been when people in my life Ooh. have given me an ocean floor trip and said, oh, like, you know what? I understand. Yeah. I forgive you. Hmm. I appreciate you talking to me and speaking to me. And the ocean floor is not something I think us in the room believe now is by the grace of God or a mm -hmm. higher power or something that you have to humble yourself before. But you do, uh, like Ephesians says, 
have to be subject to one another. And so I think ocean floor is still a helpful way of thinking of some of those things. It's kind of like a forget about it. Yeah, but but not in a way where it is like this happened and we can't yeah. deny it. But yeah. we're just going to put it over here mm-hmm. in a way that's like it doesn't have to be relevant or the truest thing mm-hmm. about how we relate to each other. So for that reason, I'm going to make it a, a unique little mix and put it in the space between. So we got a toast. We got a roast. We got a space between. Whoa. All the colors I of the rainbow, it. as usual, <laughs> represented on Good Christian Fun. But you can go to at Christian Fun Pod yourself. Vote. Give it a roast or toast or space between. So get out there and Pokemon go to the polls. Wait. Kevin, Guess what? Kevin. What? <laughs> you see, I have a new one. Meshach Oridigo Aben. Wait. What? Shadrach Meshach. A new Meshach- what? This is what I came up with on Twitter. 38 okay. likes. Shadrach Meshach Abenda go to the polls. That's oh, good. Pretty that's good. good. That's pretty good. good. That should have had more than 38. More than 38. Yeah. And that could have been the polls. <laughs> So that's like Hillary Clinton at like a gospel coalition conference being like, hey, I get (laughs) you guys. That's great. I got hot sauce in my bag. I'm going to go find that tweet and I'm going to like it. Thank you. (laughs) Give it an RT from the official show account. Be like, look at your new co-host. Sorry, Caroline. Sorry, Caroline. But you know what? Let's bring it down now into a more worshipful space, into a more holy space. Liz, You've done other songs. Mm-hmm. You've done other podcasts before. Yeah, and on true. those podcasts, you may have like promoted yourself and plugged your projects and social media handles. But we don't do yeah. that here. We lift those things up to the Lord. We I lift up our social media handles. We lift up our projects. Oh. We lift up what we might be enjoying in the secular culture, and we start with Alyssa today. Thank you so much. Yeah, I want to lift up my Instagram. <laughs> Twitter and TikTok. Can you hear me? <laughs> Instagram and TikTok. It's Atlas underscore Sabo. TikTok, y'all, there's no underscore. And that was not a personal decision. Oh, no. Yeah, because mine was. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's it. Um, And then I just want to lift up... Um... um Sourdough bread. Called Seinfeld. Oh, sourdough bread. I love sourdough. It's the best love bread. Sourdough bread. It's the yeah, best it's the one. Best. Yeah. So good. I'm not a big bread guy. I kind of wish I was. What? It's probably easier carb wise. <laughs> do you eat sandwiches? Yeah, but not often. What's happening? What, what are you eating if you're I, not eating I, sandwiches? I eat sandwiches when I go out, but I never make a sandwich at home. What do you eat then? I eat, uh, I had a salad. Your cookies? <laughs> your baked goods? Stupid. I, I, hey, whoa, guys. <laughs> no judgment, no judgment. Oh, I love no. your cookies. No judgment. Was there judgment before? No, no sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. We ate a sandwich together I'm the other day. Whoa. We did. I'll get it if we go out, but I won't have it's it It's never an home. act of choice. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. And, I like, and I like sandwiches. I just never have them at home. So. Do you not, do you dislike bread? I just don't care about bread. Does that make sense? I'm never like, I want some freaking bread right oh, now. Oh, that makes I'm sense. I'm like, oh, bread's here. I'll eat it. But I don't dislike it. have to have it with like a soup or a salad. Yeah, me like, too. I have to. I get that. I'm a big yeah. bread head. Yeah. I might have lifted up bread on this podcast before. Maybe we'll go through and like lift up our Panera bread orders and like yeah. what we get. The, oh, I have a the bread bone bowl, to pick with Panera, so that's perfect. Cinnamon, bagel. Okay. Cinnamon crunch. All right. Well, much Thank like you. the dough rises, she's raising and lifting up the bread. Thank you. We turn it to Liz. I, Where can uh, people lift you up? People 
You can lift me personally up on Twitter at Liz Maupin, L-I-Z-M-A-U-P-I-N. Great follow. Great follow. Instagram. Funnier than me on Twitter. It I'll tell you that much. That. <laughs> on, on Instagram, I do have an underscore. It's Liz underscore Maupin, M-A-U-P-I-N. Oh, also, yeah. not by choice. There's another Liz Maupin out there. And uh, may she be well. It's Doxer. <laughs> we love her. Oh, I mean, yeah. May she be well. May Sorry. I misread your energy. Uh, the other thing I would like to lift up is the show Invasion on Apple Plus, is it Apple TV? Apple Plus. Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. Mm. The show Invasion. It's fantastic sci-fi. I'm like really into sci-fi and it's really good so far. I like it. I think people should watch it so that I can have a good sci-fi to watch that won't get canceled. You know, Beyonce wrote a song about it. Shut up. She did. It goes, okay, ladies, now let's watch some (laughs) Invasion. (laughs) She did. She wrote that song. That's awesome. (laughs) I love that. She loves (laughs) sci-fi. I don't know if you're You're joking. (laughs) No. Okay, ladies, no guys, no, don't gaslight me. <laughs> See? During 2021, me women gaslight men. That's what happens. Okay, wow. invasion. And everyone lift up Liz. Check her out. Check out her upcoming documentary. Right. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. And I'm going to lift up. You know what? I'm going to take a page out of my Whoa. co-host Alyssa's Whoa. book. Whoa. I'm lifting up the Mexican Vanilla Shake. At the Ooh. Alamo Draft House. <laughs> Did you tweet about this recently? I really think I saw you talking uh, about that. I think I talked about Letterbox, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yep, yep, that's exactly what it was. So, was. <laughs> so I, I, I for the first time since the pandemic started, returned to the Alamo Draft House, which is a theater chain based off Texas and uh, Austin. They have a location in my hometown, Houston, and they have this gorgeous Mexican vanilla shake. And I've been looking for the recipe high and low Whoa. everywhere. And I cannot find it. I need to call them and see if, like, yeah. maybe the chef will just say, yeah, so just put a little cinnamon. Because I love making ice cream, and I would love to make this flavor. Oh. But if you go to, I think they have a, a location in Denver and Brooklyn. They're they're expanding. Yeah. Uh, and I went to the downtown Los Angeles location, and the shake is so good. It's worth every penny have you Have you attempted to remake it yet? I have. You have? And it went poorly. I went by a Only recipe once? that was not accurate. No, I haven't tried multiple okay, okay. recipes. But Interesting. But it's, like, got a little cinnamon in it and a little, uh, yeah, a little different kind of kind of flavor than we like clove? Ooh, that yeah, might be it, Liz. Clove is typically a see I like sometimes I'll put a clove in a chili. That's why you name your dog Clover. No, she came with you, that name. Oh, okay. She came oh, with the name, came with the name. name. It was a good name. Oh. So if any of you fine listeners have any tips for the Mexican vanilla shake <laughs> recipe, please DM. Please the, email. The chef, I'll give you my phone number. The Text chef, me. The Alamo Draft House chef guy listens to the poll. Uh, that would like, be amazing. Really? Well, I think truly it's based on the Amy's ice cream chain that's based in Texas. But they have it here. They oh. have the shake here. But I think it's like when you when you get in it, I'm talking about this too long. But in no, Austin, it's it. like we made it with Amy's ice cream. But and I was like, when I first got it here, I was like, well, it's not going to be as good. But it was. It was just as good. They wow. probably import the ice cream. Ah, yeah, surely. I hope so. So if anyone has a, I've been searching Amy's ice cream, Mexican vanilla, you know. So oh, no. we'll Aww. figure it out. We'll see. But that's why I'm we'll lifting up. up. You can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. You can go to Patreon.com/slash Good Christian Fun for more Good Christian Fun, and you can leave us a review on iTunes/slash Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a, tra- a dollar to charity. This month's charity. Is feeding America, Liz Moppin. Thank That's you great. so thank much you for, for ha- really being on the show, so for being had on the thank show. Thank you for coming on my show. Thank you for uh, having me, Alyssa. Okay, yeah, now a real you. co-host knows how this next part goes, <laughs> and there's nothing left to say except for, in all of Pod's people, people say, okay, okay I, I love, love you. you. 
Amen. <laughs> oh boy. That's okay. new. You didn't do that. And all pots people said, okay, oh, yeah. I love you. Amen. That's also that a Vin Con <laughs> original. Real, yeah, that's new. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and all pots people said all amen. All pots people said amen. Okay, what's the song? What's the song list that we're going out with? A song any that song? you want to see. It can be any song or it can be a Christian song that we were going to talk about. Let's but do then this, uh, the original I can only imagine. Ooh. The original. Yeah. Original. Okay, because there, there's so many. There is one with uh, Chris Brown and Lil Wayne. No. Okay, we don't want to listen to that one. Oh, okay. We don't want to support Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or Lil Wayne. Oh. It's too little. Oh, here it is. I'm just kidding. Serial sounds. <laughs> maybe he doesn't hear support so he can, you know. Man, takes me back. Can you play um, those on the piano, Liz? I can I probably can. take. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We that should, was a question. I was just gonna say, I can take her around with it. Probably yeah. figure it out. It's take just her. an E chord inverted and down. Like it's. It's haunting. Yeah. It's that high note. I know. It sounds like it's like a. You know how in trailers now they have like slow, sad covers of pop songs. Yes. It sounds like it's already doing the slow, sad yes. cover of its own song. Like, like in crazy for Fifty Shades of Grey, they do that crazy in love cover. All right, Caroline, this one's for you. May you be at peace wherever you are. <laughs> Love you, Caroline. Love, Love you, Caroline. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus? Or in all of you be still? Will I stand in your presence? That was a HeadGum Podcast.